This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. What an awesome God we serve. Our scripture for today, coming from the gospel according to John chapter 9, verses 27 through 34. The gospel according to John chapter 9, verses 27 through 34. And it reads, He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? And they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Why? This is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but anyone who is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, you are born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. Our subject for this morning's message, if we do his will, he will. Let us pray. God, our creator, sustainer, redeemer, and deliverer, we come this day giving you praise, honor, and glory for an opportunity to hear from you. God, we ask that you would speak to us, speak through me, and speak to us that we, your servants, might hear, and that we may hear, and then we may do the work you've called us to do for such a time as this. Bless us that we can truly be a blessing unto others. Guide us, keep us, use us. We thank you, we love you, we adore you, we magnify your name. Now God speak, Holy Ghost have your way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If we do his will, he will. In this text, we're still following the man who had been born blind, but Jesus saw him as he was passing by. Right, that's been this series of messages we've been talking about. So we can get to the point of knowing that we need to work while it's day, because soon the night will come when no one can work. So we're talking about moving and doing what God would have us do now. So let's take a look again at John chapter 9, verses 1 through 7, as we reiterate the story about the man who was born blind and receiving his sight. In John chapter 9, verse 1, and I begin, as he passed by, he saw a man from birth who had been blind. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, 
he spat on the ground and made mud with his saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Jesus anointed his eyes and told this blind man to go and wash in the pool. And what did this man do? Yeah, what did he do? And when did he do it? The Bible says right then. He went and washed and came back sin. I, I, that's amazing. Every time I get there, it just does something to me. He went and washed and came back sin. The man did not keep studying or start studying about the pool of Salaam. He didn't call his best friends and have a meeting to discuss whether or not he should do what Jesus said. He didn't get his friends together or get a committee together and decide to take a vote on whether or not he should obey Jesus. He didn't even check his bank account. What did he do? He went and washed and came back sin. How many of us just can't see? How many can't see why there's so much hatred in this world? Why there's so much hatred in our nation? Why there's so much hatred in our county, in our city, in our community, even in our homes? We can't see, can't see how those who elected to serve nationally will not uphold our democracy only because of one who was impeached twice and defeated overwhelmingly in an election that was not in any way, by no stretch of the imagination, stolen. I can't see it, can't see it. Can't see why the John Lewis Voting Rights Act has not been passed by the U.S. Senate or signed into law by President Biden. Can't see it, can't see it. We have been blindsided and really are blind. We need to see. So seeing comes to action. And as people of God, our first and foremost actions should be to do God's will. It's the year of action. We've heard about doing his will. We've talked about doing his will. We've preached about doing his will. We prayed about doing his will. We've sung about doing his will. We have met about doing his will. We have thought about doing his will. We have meditated on doing his will. Mm. Is there anybody listening to me right now who believes this is a year of action and it's time to do his will? Yeah, right, right. Type that in the comments. It's time to do God's will. I, we'll take time. We want you to do that. It's time. We'll take time for you to type. It's time to do God's will. Hallelujah. All right, I, we need to feel this today. It is time to do God's will. Yes, it's time. I see you. That's right. That's right. It's time. It's time. It's time to do God's will. Seeing that we all desire to do God's will, let's look at three things relative to positioning ourselves to do his will 
so God can do what he does best. First, we must worship God. Yeah, look at verse 31. That's what I want to deal with. Verse 31, this message. The man who had been blind said, we know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. We must acknowledge who God is and realize he is greater than any obstacle, greater than any situation, greater than any problem, greater than any challenge that we may encounter in life. God is greater than any of that. He's awesome. He's great. God is great and greatly to be praised. He is God all by himself. Yes, we've already been admonished. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Take time to say, Lord, I thank you. Yeah, right now, just everybody, take time to say, Lord, I thank you. That's what I'm thanking for. Even as bad as situations might be, we need to take time to worship him. We need to worship the one who has the power to turn our situation around. We need to worship the one that has the power to turn every circumstance in our life around. We need to worship the one who is capable, who is able to do more than we can ask or think. Take time to give God glory. That's right. Give God glory. Worship him. Lord, I thank you. 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 You're thanking him for being God all by himself. Give God glory. Not because. Don't give him glory just because he's gotten you out of a difficult situation. No, no, no. We praise and worship him not because he's blessed us with the last thing that we asked him for. We don't worship him just because of all the good stuff he's given to us. No, no. It goes further than that. He's done those things, and we're grateful for those things. But we want to worship him because of who he is. Talk to the Lord. Let's worship him. Hallelujah. We praise and worship him right now. Worship him. Worship him. We worship him. Why? Why, Pastor? Why we worship him? Because of who you are. I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you. Hallelujah. Because of who you are. Mm. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Jehovah Nisi, Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah Shalom, my prince of peace. And I worship you. Yes, I worship you because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you. Come on, worship him. Worship him. Lord, we worship you. Hallelujah. We worship you because of who you are. Mm. We should worship him. We should worship him. I always want to take time right now just to worship him in the midst of our speaking in the midst of our gathering together, in the midst of being around family and friends, in the midst of being where you are. Don't neglect the opportunity to just take time to say, Lord, I praise you. I worship you. I'm worshiping you in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. What a great God. Secondly, not only must we worship him, but we must do his will. 
We must do his will. In John 9, verse 31, again, the man who had been blind said, We know that God has not listened to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, mm, and does his will, God listens to him. Worship and do his will. If anything, this man who was born blind but now can see has taught us is that the miracle doesn't happen until we do something. I need to hear that again. If one thing he's taught us, if we haven't gotten anything else, then the miracle that happened in his life would not have happened until he did something. And it shows us today, miracles don't happen unless we do something. He went and washed. Jesus did the rest. You know, we can't hope ourselves out of difficult situations. We must act. And God has empowered us to act. Our power comes from him. He can do everything but fail. Ephesians 3.20 tells us, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us. I got to go King James on this here because I love it in King James. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly Above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Yes, God's power works in us. We have been empowered to do his will. And it's his will, it's his will that none should perish. He wants everyone to be saved. He wants everyone to be saved. He wants everyone to be saved. And if everyone were truly saved, we would definitely care for the least, the last, and the lost. We wouldn't have the situation that we have if everyone was saved and everyone knew Jesus and God has empowered us to do our part so everyone could be saved. We will stop taking each other's lives with or without cameras. We would need and we would not need such proliferation of guns in our communities if everybody had Jesus. Do you remember the time in our lives, and I know I'm dating myself, when we didn't even have locks on our doors, that people just walked in the house and say, woo, I'm here. Hey, Sue, hey, Johnny, I'm here. Hey, oh yeah, come on back, come on back. I mean, just, just an opportunity when we care for one another. Oh yeah, we may not have had a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of stuff and everything else, but we had love and we would care for each other and we care for each other's children. We, we, made, we made sure that we, everybody told what I was doing, everybody told what anybody else was doing, we had an opportunity of being together and working together. We did something as families. We did something as community. What are we going to do? We just need to work together, march together, vote together, start businesses and support the businesses that are started, all with a purpose of doing God's will. And this is something that we could do individually as well as collectively. We must worship God. We must worship God. But we also must obey God and do his will. That, that's what we mean by obeying him, doing his will. Desire what God desires, and your life will have so much more meaning. If you want what God wants, you will get what you want. Let me say it again. If you want what God wants, you heard this before. If you want what God wants, you will get what you want. Psalm, Psalm 34, Psalm 37, verse 4 says, 
delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. Listen to the word of God. It's not telling it's the word of God. Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Look at Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that all these things will be added to you. If that's not enough for you, look at the gospel according to John chapter 15, verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. God has placed his power and he's placed his power in us. He has placed in us the power that he placed in Jesus and that's power to love. Anyone can complain. Anybody could be mad about what somebody said or did. But it's love that will transform this world. It's love that will transform our homes. It's love that will transform our communities. It's love that will make a difference from everybody who does not understand who God is. It's love. Love is an action word. We have to do love. We have to do kindness. We have to do mercy. We have to do forgiveness. I know what you're asking. I know exactly what you're asking. If I do what God wants me to do, if I live like God wants me to live, if I love like God wants me to love, if I forgive like God wants me to forgive, what do I get? I get that. I, get, I, know, I know the question. But it's a great question. Great question. If we worship God and do his will, third point, I'm done. If we worship God and do his will, third point, he will listen. Did you hear me? I said, he, God, God will listen. Verse 31, again, chapter 9. The man who had been blind said, We know that God is not listening to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. When God listens, he will do what only God can do. I got hit. When God listens, then God will do what only God can do. Hallelujah. In Sunday school, some Sundays back, in the Sunday school empowerment fulfillment hour, we studied 2 Kings chapter 20. I'm looking at verse 1 through 6. I'll just read it, and I'm going to just capsize right quick. It says, In those days Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus saith the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die. You shall not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Now, O Lord, please remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart and have done what is good in your sight. In other words, Hezekiah saying, understand how I have not just worshipped you, but understand how I have done your will. I'm doing your will. Let me read it again. Now, O oh Lord, please remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And before Isaiah had gone out of the middle court, the word of the Lord came to him, turn back and say to Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus saith the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. That's what God said. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will heal you. Mm. On the third day, 
you shall go up to the house of the Lord and I will add 15 years to your life. I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. What am I saying? That when Hezekiah, who worshiped God, Hezekiah, who served God, Hezekiah, who did God's will, when he prayed, the Bible says, and God heard him. Yeah, when God heard his worshiper, he was moved and added 15 years to his life. David and Daniel, Daniel worshiped God. Daniel worshiped and did God's will. And Daniel prayed. God listened to his prayer and delivered him from a den of lions. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego prayed and worshiped and did God's will by not bowing down to a graven image. And God heard their prayer and walked in the midst of them in the fiery furnace. They were not burned. They were not sinned. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, what am I saying? I'm saying it's time to worship and do God's will. And he will do what only he can do. God says to us today, from 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Oh, my brothers and sisters, does our land need healing? Oh, God, our, God knows our, need, our land needs healing. Our hearts need healing. Our place needs healing. We need healing all around us. What a better time to realize that we worship him. What a better time to do his will. What a better time to allow him to move in our lives as only God can move. It's time to do his will. It's time to love, care, share, and forgive. If we do his will, he will continue to empower us to transform the world. If we do his will, he will give us strength in our weakest moments. If we do his will, he will give us peace that passes all understanding. If we do his will, he will give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to be more than conquerors. If we do his will, we'll be able to walk as he'd have us to walk and talk as he'd have us to talk and live as he'd have us to live. If we do his will, we'll be able to have everything that we can even imagine that we would like to have and anything that we could desire. We can transform this world by the renewing of our minds if we just do his will. Oh, pastor, I know what you're asking me. How do we know that if we do his will, he can do what he said he'll do because he's able to do what he said he will do. If we just do his will, he will do it. Well, how do we know he'll do it? Because he's already done it. Pastor, what has he done? He came through 40 and two generations. He came and went about doing good. Out of all the good he did, folk talked about him, ridiculed him, called him everything but a child of God. Can you see our Lord and Savior? He kept on loving. He kept on giving. He kept on sharing. He kept on giving and giving and giving and giving. Can you see our Lord and Savior? He gave sight to the blind. He gave food to the hungry. He gave water to the thirsty. Can you see he was an example of how 
we ought to give and how we ought to live. Our Lord and Savior gave so much that even he allowed them to march him up Golgotha's hill and put nails in his hands, nails in his feet, crown of thorns on his head and on the cross because he loved you so much, on the cross because he loved me so much. Our Lord and Savior died. The Bible says he died. But the Bible is great and tells us the whole old story. He died, but he didn't stay dead. He was placed in Joseph on the fields, power tomb. And he stayed there all night Friday. Stayed there all day Saturday. Stayed there all night Saturday night. But it was early on that Sunday morning. He got up from the grave. He got up with power over the grave. Victory over death. He ascended into heaven and sent back the Holy Spirit to live in us just to show us that he loves us so much and he's empowered us to do the work he called us to do. We can do his will. We can do his will and he can do what he said he would do. To God be the glory. And if today you recognize I need the Lord in my life, I need the power that only comes from the relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Today, you can have this power in your life. Today, you can have the Lord living in you. Today, just by saying, Lord, I've sinned. I've come short. And all of us have sinned. That's, that's no news flash to anybody. We all have sinned and come short. And the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. God loves you. Jesus died for your sins, my sins, and he rose from the grave. So today, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me that you would accept him in your life. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says, If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That's great. That's good news. So come today. Pray this prayer. I can lead you in the prayer, but this has to be a prayer that you desire to pray. This has to be a prayer that you're saying, Lord, I need you in my life. So if you pray this prayer with me, you can accept him as Lord of your life. Let's pray. Father, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you, God, for saving me right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you've accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, click the link there, let us know. Uh, you're a disciple of Christ, and you can become a member of First African Baptist. We thank God for you. We celebrate this time together. And we give God all the praise, the honor, and the glory. We want to remind those, yet you have opportunity to give through Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. You can give, and we thank God for you. You can pay your tithes and give your offering. Or you can mail your offering and your tithes to First African Baptist Church, 23 Montgomery Street, Savannah, Georgia, 31401. Keep all our announcements in mind. Again, we thank God for you. Thank you for coming to worship with us here at First African Baptist Church. Because God will do what he said he would do. And he's able. Let us pray. God, we thank you. We love you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Now we ask you to go with us and go before us that we would do your will. 
that we will worship you and do your will your way that you can do only that that you can do. And now we ask that the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit would rest ruling the Bible with us now henceforth and forevermore that all the people of God say amen and amen. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.